0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com and Draft.com, where if you use the promo code BOXES, you will get a free entry to your first draft. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, Tyler?
1: So did you realize that you messed it up in our next to the last episode, Mike? You messed up the intro. Did you realize it? What are you talking about? You said you were Michael. That was the only time I think if I think people can go back and listen to the beginning of like every podcast ever. And I you always know. say Mike. But in the in the um I think it was the Memphis Grizzlies. If you look at the Memphis Grizzlies season preview, Mike Wait. says Michael. Whoa, whoa. We didn't do the Memphis Grizzlies. What are you talking about? Yes, you guys yes, we did. What are you talking
0: about? We didn't. Did you record the Memphis Grizzlies podcast with someone named Michael?
1: Yeah, Michael Michael did I don't,
0: it. I don't remember doing that. that. I don't remember the Grizzlies. I don't remember the Grizzlies podcast.
1: So how does it feel, Mike? You messed one up. You're always conscious oh, about not God. messing it up. Tyler, why are
0: you trying to always bring me down at the beginning of <laughs> each one of these podcasts? Always trying to come after me. I think you're just still salty that I won last year's listener league I think you're still salty about that
1: well I uh, th- the true test will be the dynasty league this year so. That's right
0: Tyler is putting together a dynasty league to end all dynasties um, and that is over on patreon.com slash watching the boxes I think we only have a few spots left like one or two spots left so go over there check out patreon.com slash watching the boxes we're gonna have exclusive content. For our subscribers and the people who've already subscribed, um, they're great. Thank you very much. And they're already getting that exclusive content. But if you want uh, in, to be involved with that, or you're interested in joining one of our listener leagues, or you want to even join a Slack channel where me and Tyler will be hanging out. Um, I guess we'll be hanging out. We'll be just like virtually online. This, that's how Slack works. Um, you can check out our Patreon, patreon.com watchingtheboxes the boxes. And I want to give a uh, shout out to one of our new subscribers. Uh, this guy I just described it's different. It's another Thomas. It's not Tomas from earlier uh, who was from Iceland. So props to Iceland and all our listeners up in the beautiful land of Iceland. Um, this is a different Thomas. Thomas Schnick. Thank you for joining our Patreon and subscribing Uh, You're going to get into one of our listener leagues, either Tyler's super cool dynasty league or Mike's boring, regular uh, nine cat, probably head to head because everybody's demanding it, even though they don't know what they're talking about. Redraft late. Let's talk (laughs) about our, we are continuing our 30 uh, teams in more than 30 days series here with the Houston Rockets. uh, Another team, where we kind of got a feel for them already. They've had uh, some minor changes. Uh, some of those changes, I think, are pretty impactful to the fantasy uh, world. They did re-sign Clint Capella and Chris Paul.
1: Ooh, but, you want to play a fun game quick?
0: Yeah, uh, sure.
1: Okay, the Rockets, by average age, are the second oldest team in the NBA. Oh, really? Do so you want to guess who the oldest team is? Who
0: would be the oldest team? That's a, I think that's actually pretty tough question portland
1: Ooh, no no mike that's not the answer we're looking for today portland is actually one of the youngest with an average age of 24.3 which is very very young the rockets are 28.1 and the average age of the highest team is 28.8 the lakers Oh, Mike, good guess, but no, their average age 25.1. You got to think they got a lot of young guys, right? Brandon Ingram. That's true. Who is it? Who Isma? is? It? Who is it? All right. So, one of my guesses would have been the Dallas Mavericks. He's actually third. The team is the oldest. It's Popovich and the Spurs. Oh, really? Yeah. That makes 20, that kind of makes sense. 28.8. Yep. So, there you go. That's there's a fun fact. You want to bar bet with your buddies? yeah we uh,
0: that is um i'm surprised I'm surprised Houston Rockets are up there, but maybe I shouldn't be because they did add old man Carmelo Anthony to this team, and uh former rookie of the year michael Carter Williams I don't know what they were up to uh this off season they also drafted DAnthony Melton and Vincent Edwards in the second round out um on this team is Trevor Riza, who um, is actually important. Fancy player in Luke Mahabute, who is, uh, came over from. Wait,
1: the- what was that?
0: Mahabute.
1: no, no, just, just, no. Luke Mahabute. Just-
0: Mahabute. What about your booty? Mahamabute.
1: <laughs> Luke Bahamute.
0: Luke Mabute.
1: <laughs> um. What team does he play for now, Mike? Come on, what's this this is your redeem yourself question.
0: Well, he's on the Rockets. I'm looking right at, or no, he signed with the Clippers.
1: (laughs) You just said he left the Rockets, and you're like, he's on the
0: Rockets. This is a rough rough start to the Houston Rockets. Um, As you can see, once again, a lot of filler needed for this episode because we kind of already know what's going on with the Rockets. Uh, We do have a few, I think, a few final questions to ask. So let's knock out the stuff we already know. James Harden, are you picking
1: him number one overall? Uh, yeah, in head-to-head leagues, especially, I think I'm going to go for number one overall. Um, just too much goodness.
0: Yeah, I mean he's the MVP of the league, and uh, I don't see why he wouldn't just do incredibly similar things that he did last year. Uh, they're probably going to be gunning for a title because they, you know, they almost won it. They 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 were able to take the Golden State Warriors to seven games uh, and then missed like 72 three pointers. So. Um, I would give Harden to over one, uh, the number one overall pick, probably in both roto and head-to-head leagues. I could see maybe uh AD slipping in there in either one of those leagues. I, I think they're both, um, kind of my my two top one picks. Well, um, see
1: if it if it's nine cat roto, which is your preferred. It is. I isn't Davis? I mean. Okay, they're both amazing. Like, yeah, course, hairs here, but Harden's four point seven turnovers per mm-hmm. game are are big detriment sure. in the sense that I mean, other than Westbrook and maybe LeBron, right? Like, no one else is probably even going to average over four.
0: Yeah, that's true. But you're you're not going to find a guy who scores uh, almost thirty a well, game that, and gives you nine true. assists and two steals. And so, like, he's he's rare enough to be like, all right, I'll take those. I'll take those turnovers.
1: I just feel like you would be on Anthony Davis. I'm surprised. I'm on Harden still, but I feel like you would be on Anthony Davis. I am.
0: Anthony Davis is my number two, if not my number one.
1: So I that was – I'm surprised. Like, I'm surprised.
0: I don't, know, I don't know what you're surprised about. I'm on Anthony Davis. I'm always on Anthony Davis. Future Chicago Bull Anthony Davis. Uh, drink if you are playing at home. Uh, let's talk about Chris Paul, re-signed. Uh, Chris Paul, getting older. Got that money now. Tyler, are you worried about Chris Paul's production next year?
1: So, production, no. But a lot of people are, right?
0: I think people always get into this mode where once someone's over 30, uh, they're like, all right, this is the year that they fall apart. And that player usually just plays as well as he has. Or maybe falls off a little bit here and here and there. Um, and Chris Paul is 33, right? So, um, is he going to average around eight to nine to 10 assists? Probably A couple steals. Probably um, shoot really good percentages. Yep. Hit 18 points. Probably maybe hit an extra three in there and get some rebounds. Like, I don't know. What is he going to fall off on? I don't, his game isn't Westbrook's game. You know, his game isn't what Derek Rose was. Chris Paul, stops and starts and is an incredibly efficient shooter i'm not sure why i'd worry about chris paul even not just this season but even next season like i'm not worried about chris paul at all
1: so i don't think it's the production that worries people i think it's the games
0: yeah now that is an actual good caveat
1: and so he had an 82 game season in the last five but the other seasons are 62, 74, 61, 58. Yes. And he's
0: guaranteed to miss two straight weeks. Next
1: so year. on totals, if you look at Mark's rankings, you want to guess where Chris Paul is?
0: Ooh, I'm going to say like 14.
1: 24.
0: Nah, that's You know what? That's too low.
1: Because he's only has him for 63 games. That's now, too low. Now, what this doesn't factor in and, and I say this to a lot of people, if I'm playing in a 20-team league, a 16-team league, a league with some crazy deep benches that's 14 teams, maybe that's where Chris Paul really should go. Because the options to pick up are not going to be very good at all. And so you're going to be left with, 60 to 65 games of really good production from Chris Paul, but then the rest of the games, you're not going to have much, but in a shallow, go ahead.
0: I was going to say point guards drop very, very hard after the the first two tiers. And I think Chris Paul, you know, with would be in my, uh, you know, maybe my tier one B if I thought he was going to play more than 74 games. And, you know, I don't, I think he's going to play more than 7-4 games. And so his per-game value is higher than his total value. Uh, so I would, I would probably enter him into my Tier 2. But, like, a solid,
1: great Tier 2. Well, and here's the thing, though. In a shallow league, I mean, if there's going to be somebody real good on the waiver wire, like, why not take Chris Paul at his per-game value, right? Or pretty close to it. Yeah. Because, I mean, if I can have... Name a point guard who's going to be on the waiver wire. Reggie Jackson. If I can have 15 games of Reggie Jackson and 65 games of Chris Paul, I think I'm pretty happy. But if the point guard on the waiver wire is whoever is the backup for the Kings, Yogi Farrell is the best player available.
0: Yogi Farrell's still in the league?
1: <laughs> yeah, right? Him and Frank Mason competing yeah. for the backup point guard for the Kings.
0: Uh, the worst fancy player
1: um yeah but in 20 minutes he is well sure you know what i mean and that was against my point it's like if i have to have someone playing 20 minutes for the rest of the games of chris paul maybe i'm in on the second round so let's play it let's play let's see where mike would pick chris paul the, the my one of my favorite games you can have chris paul or john wall chris paul Ooh, all right. I, I th- I'm going Wall there at this point. I just feel like... I we... don't
0: know. I th- I, 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 if in a Roto League, I'm going Chris Ball. I think it's an easy decision in a Roto League. Okay. Head-to-head so, head league, now I'm having a discussion with you. Well, John, I,
1: I, Wals- I,
0: John Wall's got injury issues as well.
1: I assumed we were talking head-to-head leagues, but all right. That's I fine. I always
0: assume we're talking Roto. Um, all
1: right. So, next point guard on the board, Kyle Lowry. Chris Paul. Kemba Walker? Chris Paul. All right, Ben Simmons.
0: Are we counting him as a point guard?
1: Yeah, he has point guard eligibility in at least
0: Uh,
1: the leagues I'm looking at.
0: In a head-to-head league, I might actually go Ben Simmons.
1: I actually think I would go Ben Simmons in a head-to-head league. Got to feel good about him staying somewhat healthy. I mean, obviously, anyone can get hurt. But you're talking eight rebounds, eight assists. 1.7 1.7 steals and pretty close to a block a game. Yeah,
0: Chris Paul isn't like shooting like scoring more than 20 points a game, so you're not getting a huge drop off with uh, with Ben Simmons. The problem is, is you're getting zero three pointers, and and Chris Paul hits good threes and is an elite steals. Yeah, guy, but in so. a
1: head to head league, are you worried about that?
0: Uh, not if I'm picking Ben
1: Simmons. No, I'm not. Well, he, here's my point. Right, there's guys on the waiver wire like Wayne Ellington. I, I stream him in two days out of the week, right? He played two games every week. He hits like three, three pointers a game. I'm worried.
0: Even if, uh, I mean, unless I'm punting three pointers, I am worried about getting a guy who doesn't hit threes in a league where literally all the players hit threes and you have to have guys hit threes. Yeah. You can stream some threes and make up for it like that. So in, in that case, when you're doing head to head, it's probably less of a detriment, but you're, if you go round one, not getting a guy who hits threes, and then oh. you get to round two and you guy get a guy who's average at threes, you're not like in the middle of the pack on threes. You are last.
1: Well, everyone that, else
0: in those top twenty hits like massive threes,
1: and that's that's maybe a, either you're punting threes or you're making a poor team build there. True. Yeah. Um, So if you know what you're doing, that's probably not going to happen. I guess my point is I don't feel super bad about picking Ben Simmons because he doesn't hit any threes because I feel like there's always going to be threes available. And that's a category I think you can make up on relatively quickly if you know that you need to make it up. right? Like I I need Clay Thompson in my next pick because he's going to hit four threes a game and then I'm feeling pretty steady.
0: Yeah, you could definitely um, make up for it in the next couple rounds with Bradley Beal uh donovan mitchell if he lasts that long Uh, i've been doing some mock drafts lately and um people are a little bit so like chris paul sounds like you know people are a little bit out of him because of his age and his injury prone blah blah blah. i feel like
1: i'm gonna own a lot of chris paul i don't know about you but i feel like i'm gonna own a lot of chris paul I,
0: i think chris paul is uh in in most of the mocks i've been doing and um granted it's pretty early um Chris Paul lasts to the beginning of the second round. So I usually – if I'm on the turn, I usually take Chris Paul in the second part of my turn.
1: I did one on ESPN just the other day, and Chris Paul lasted – I got him with the second-to-last pick in the second round.
0: That's not okay. See, that's like uh, – people are out on Chris Paul. There's your value – for the, your value pick of the first two rounds, everybody, is going to be Chris Paul. You are welcome. Write that down.
1: Yeah, and there were guys – but I, I mean, like Kyle Lowry was going in front of him. I'm not yeah. on board with that at all. No.
0: I, I I'd see like, like Kawhi Leonard. People avoiding Kawhi Leonard just because we don't know anything about his injury history right now. I could, I get that a little bit, but Chris Paul, I don't know what you're doing. Well, hasn't Kyle
1: Lowry had some injuries in the last couple years too? Like, yeah,
0: like, and so is Kyrie Irving. And well, and, and,
1: and, and, so and so Kyle is, Lowry's also Kyle Lowry's also over 30. Like, I don't get why he got the pass and Chris Paul didn't.
0: No, I think that's just some bad drafting. So do, um, I'd say do kind of uh, pay attention to Chris Paul's value. I think it is dropping. I'd say this. I will talk about Donovan Mitchell in the future, but people are way too high on Donovan Mitchell
1: right now. Way and too. High. You and I, you and I talked about this actually on a pod before we did started the season previews about yes, how uh, we only have one data point from Donovan Mitchell, and it was a great data point. But look at guys like Tyreek Evans, right? he had one amazing season as a rookie and then he finally had another really good season last year. Yeah.
0: And I think I'm a, I'm not as, um,
1: and I'm not as saying as he's going to drop as, like that. Yeah. But, but the, my point is, we don't know. We don't really know what he is yet.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. And, and we'll, I mean, I don't want to get into that. We talk about that in either our rookie, uh, uh, pre- preview or our, um, summer league review. So go, go check out, some of the older podcasts, there's uh, some pretty good value in there. We're also going to be rebroadcasting our uh, top 50 retrospect, which, man, I haven't listened to that since we did it at the end of last season. So I have no idea what or we might or might not said. But like listening to stuff from the uh, perspective of the end of last year does help uh, at least me prepare going into this year to just, just remember what the sentiment was uh, with some of these players in, uh, in the second half of the season. Um, so yeah, Chris Paul, let's move on and talk about Clint Capella. So I think these are the top, obviously the top three guys on this team when it comes to fantasy, um, Clint Capella re-signed pretty young, so probably has some room for improvement, but like, are you seeing Clint Capella's stock rising, falling, plateauing? Like, what are you looking at with Clint Capella?
1: Uh, I think for me, his stock is falling in my own personal perception just because I think some people in the market are really rising him up. Well, I mean, your stock's staying the same and
0: right. there, other people are buying.
1: Yeah, so I feel like Clint Capella is kind of what he is at this point. Like, Sure, he might get a little bit better, but I think for big man, sometimes we see that that doesn't always happen and how long have we've been saying that about a guy like Jonas Valančiūnas, right? He played 28 minutes a game for the first time. I like Jalen played 27 and a half minutes. I don't really see that going super high up though. Yeah,
0: do you think I mean he is 24. I mean, do you see him approaching 30? And like even if he approaches 30, like what are we what more are we getting here like two a point and a half and a, and a rebound like He's a two-block, almost one-steal guy, but only one assist. And his free throws are uh, pretty, pretty bad.
1: Yeah, and I think we've seen this from Dan Tony, right? He wants to run that pace and space kind of lineup. And so there's going to be times where they're going small. And we'll talk about this in a minute, I'm sure, but their bench is not looking good.
0: No which actually might be good for Clint Capella. He might play a little bit more minutes. He did finish 25th overall in totals last year. If you tell me he's going to finish uh, 25th or above next year, I'd say, okay. Probably not. So where play, are you...
1: But he's not going to make a huge leap. All right, where are you picking Capella? Because I think this is interesting. Because I see him sometimes going in that second, third round range, and it's – I don't know, man. I'm out on Capella there, I think.
0: No, that's uh, that's too rich for my blood. Um, I think there's just too many good players uh, hanging around the second round. Um, I'd, I'd rather have Rudy Gobert. Um, I'd, rather, I'd rather have uh, Chris Middleton. Um, I mean, so I guess I got Capella hanging around my uh, third round, maybe even my fourth round.
1: Yeah, I don't think what is he
0: doing that Hassan Whiteside isn't doing around later?
1: I mean, we talked about that big group of of centers um, a couple pods ago, and I feel like I'd just maybe rather have one of those guys. Like I feel like the end of that tier is gonna be in like the 65-70 range. So if you tell me I have to pick Capella at like 40, or I could have a similar center at like 70, 75. Well yeah, like well
0: was if you have to pick a fellow at like thirty five and you could have uh, a wide open down here in like sixty-five to eighty-five, you know, we're talking about Steven Adams, where are Miles Turner is hanging around. Uh you got Jonas Valanciunas.
1: Yeah, and at thirty-five I could have someone like Clay Thompson or yeah, like a Marcus a very Paul, maybe Marc People are down on Marc Gasol too a little bit this year, and I'm oh, excited for that. We're, oh,
0: name one year people were were not down on Marc Gasol.
1: Yeah, but this year, right? Like he's been a, a kind of a third round pick staple for us for the last couple of years. I've seen Mister Gasol slip to the fourth, and I'm I'm more than excited for that
0: yeah i think I actually just put out a uh, if you check out the patreon patreon.com slash watching the boxes uh, I did put out a, a very early roto top 30 and uh Marcus Hull's in my top 30
1: I'm with you there
0: yeah I mean he might fall out of my top 30 now that I'm reevaluating it I think I made a few mistakes in there but um Marcus Hull can definitely finish in the top 30 this year and I think a lot of people think he's a has been and it's weird.
1: Well, that team was just so bad last year. I think that had some
0: effect on it. Yeah, that is true. Uh, people do really, really forget. When someone's bad one year or gets injured, we talked about this before, uh, you kind of just uh, completely – people completely forget about them. Uh, let's talk about Eric Gordon. Um, I actually think the most interesting thing on this team, so we usually do this question at the beginning, but we're doing it in the middle, is the um, departure – of Trevor Reason. because that does open up some more minutes um, for people like Gerald Green, Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, and um, sadly Carmelo Anthony. Mike, um, the hate on Carmelo. Carmelo's tar- terrible. He's absolutely terrible. In fact, I'd like to uh, I'd like to throw a caveat out there. Um, maybe uh, if you go back and listen to our Thunder or Oklahoma City Thunder. Podcast. Um, We talk about Paul George quite a bit and we talk about um, Carmelo leaving the team. And um, one of the things I think we might have failed to mention or only briefly mentioned was with Carmelo out um, of the lineup last year, Paul George's usage went way up. So it is safe to say that Paul George's, which I think we do briefly mention, uh, his his value is is going to be, I think, a little higher this year. It's hard to gain too many spots when you're in that top fifteen. But you know, I'm looking for Paul George to have a pretty good year. And I'm are you for,
1: taking him over Jimmy Butler yet? Because I, I mean, am. I'm in on that bandwagon for the first time in a
0: while. M- might be the first year I I do that. It's going to be hard to um, it's going to be hard to not take buckets uh, due to pride <laughs> prideful Bulls reasons, but. I mean, if,
1: rifle if, bullet. I like it.
0: If Jimmy, if Jimmy G buckets is only going to play, you know, sixty some games this year because of his usual <clears throat> late season Thibodeau ran me into the ground injury, then I want Paul George.
1: I caught a few minutes of the jump today, and they were discussing the whole uh, Butler Towns feud, and they surmised that they think that Butler might get traded this year too, which that could throw a chasm into. Yeah,
0: I don't know about that. I think the market's out. Um, we'll see. But um, let's talk about Eric Gordon. So, Eric Gordon probably has a little bit of, um, I would say, extra playing time. Probably not a whole lot. He did already, he played 31 minutes last year, ended up finishing 99th overall in averages. Um, but Eric Gordon is a I hit bulk threes and 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 that's about all I do type of player, which is good to get in in late rounds when you need a score and some threes in case you have drafted guys who don't hit threes early in the draft. But other than that, like you know, do you see any any, I guess, improvement on Eric Gordon's playing time or um, I, guess, uh, I guess fantasy ranking next season?
1: No and i probably will not own him because he averages a steal and block if you add them together he averages one. So that, yeah, that's, that's not good. That's not that's not something i want to cook in my kitchen with.
0: Also like two rebounds, two assists and sh- shoots 42%. Like all those like those things don't sound terrible but if you are bad at all of those things it makes your 18 and uh three three-pointers Kind of just a nice thing to have instead of a must-own player.
1: And I'll say this, too. You know, 18 sounds good, but I wouldn't say that that's any lock. He shot a little better from the field than he had in the previous three seasons, and that number could go down a little bit. And he got to the line a lot more than he has for the last three seasons, too. And that number could go down a little bit. And if both those numbers go down a little bit, that 18's more like 16.
0: Yeah, that yeah. I, I can see that happening. Um you know you know mellow's not gonna be happy coming off that bench, Tyler.
1: So would you rather have mellow or Gordon? That's a question.
0: That's a, that's actually a, a pretty legit question. Um I'd rather have Eric Gordon. I think Melo's pretty bad, and uh, he was not that great in Oklahoma City. Uh, and and Eric Gordon actually, with the ability to hit three threes, has uh, at the very least a streaming value. But in less minutes, he was scoring more than Melo last year, hitting more threes. Yeah, Melo um, gets more rebounds, but Melo is like the same does the rest of the the stuff that Eric Gordon does, except for Eric Gordon does it a little bit better.
1: Well, Melo at least is going to get six rebounds probably. Okay. Like, I and mean, that's would I rather have an extra no, 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 no. 3 or I'm not I'd saying have... I'm not saying that's the thing that's going to sway it. I'm just Four saying he's going to get extra rebounds. And here's the most interesting part. Is how many minutes is Melo going to play? Cuz we haven't seen I mean Melo averaged 32 minutes a game last season, and that was the first time he had been below 34 and a half in his whole career. Par yeah. one season. Yeah, my guess
0: is he is going to play uh, less than that. In fact, I don't think he's going to reach thirty minutes per game. Is he though?
1: And and here's the so. here's the other reason I, I say so. it. Who, who? I mean, who's going to get the big minutes here? Like these guys got a lot of minutes to give out. I don't think they really want to play Ryan Anderson. In their ideal world, they'd trade Ryan Anderson, but they're paying him too much.
0: Yeah.
1: So, so no one wants taking one because no one has cap space.
0: I mean, Luke. Okay, Luke, they're, they're
1: going to play Gordon. They're going to play Tucker, right? Well, well they...
0: l- let me let me go through these minutes. I think this is a, this is a pretty interesting question. Uh, Tucker played twenty eight minutes. Anderson played twenty six minutes a game last year. Jill Green played twenty three minutes a game last year. Trevor Reese's thirty four minutes need to go somewhere. I think a little bit goes to Eric Gordon, um, who still played thirty one minutes, and uh, Luke in my booty played twenty five minutes. Hell, Joe Johnson played 22 minutes for this team.
1: And that's what I'm saying. There's minutes open on this team.
0: But I see it 26, 27, not 32.
1: Okay, one last question on Carmelo, and then I'll let it die. Yeah. In the D'Antoni system, he's probably going to shoot more threes. Yes or no? He shot 6.1 a game last year, which is a crazy amount. Uh, Yes. He will shoot more threes, and so I would not be surprised to see Carmelo make like two and a half or three threes a game. I mean, honestly, he yeah, made sure. two point. He made two point two last year. Like he could be in that Eric Gordon territory. All
0: right, would are you going to draft Eric Gordon in a standard league? Eric Gordon,
1: am I or yeah. is
0: somebody is is Eric Gordon worth owning in a standard league?
1: Probably someone's gonna need points.
0: Yeah, I th- I'm with you. I think Eric Gordon is worth. Is Carmelo Anthony worth owning in a standard league?
1: Is he worth it, or will someone own him? Because those may be two. Someone will
0: 100 percent own him on name recognition alone. I don't see Carmelo Anthony anything but a, as a as a as a glorified streamer at this point.
1: I'm probably with you there on the caveat that he plays less than 30 minutes a game. If for some reason we see them running him 32 minutes a game, he could get somewhat interesting, just the bulk threes. He'd probably score quite a bit.
0: I mean, he'd, he'd get as interesting as Eric Gordon is, and then I'd just still rather have Eric Gordon.
1: I don't know. I don't know about that. I would rather, If they're playing the same minutes, I'd rather have Carmelo. I feel like he's going to give you more rebounds. The assists are going to be negligible at best, right? Like Gordon might give you a few more. But Carmelo, at least last year, averaged 0. 0.6 and point six, which is better than 0. 0.6 and 0. 0.4 that Gordon gave you.
0: That's technically true. Um, so, yeah, we're talking – I mean, essentially what's kind of messed up is that we're talking about a very, very similar two players. So yes. take your pick. If you really like Melo still for some sort of legacy reason because you live in the Bronx – like, so,
1: but we can both, both agree for, on this. Gordon's going to be the better value because we're saying the same thing, right? If they play the same minutes, they're relatively the same player.
0: Yeah, Eric Gordon probably won't get drafted in in some um, state leagues, and he should be, I think.
1: And you're going to see Melo go in that top 100 in a lot of drafts because people are going to be like, "Ooh, Carmelo Anthony, I know him." Yeah, right. And the other, Carmelo, the other guys quite- around are are going to be like Kyle Anderson and. You know guys, some people are like, who's that? I don't even know Kyle Anderson is. I've
0: seen Kyle Anderson not drafted in a mock draft, though I think everybody might have quit by then, but um he was he was just not drafted.
1: I'm not surprised. I I think Kyle Anderson will be on a lot of my teams this year. I think a lot of people are sleeping on him in that new role in Memphis, but we uh, talked about that.
0: Definitely. Go check out our Memphis uh, Memphis team preview. Uh any, I guess, deep league Hints, tips off the uh,
1: Houston Rockets here, maybe a little
0: Gerald Green action.
1: Uh, Gerald Green's gonna hit some threes, right? If you need threes.
0: Yeah, he always gets hot uh, at some point in the season, so there's that. Anyone else?
1: He's very frustrating too. I'll say that. Like owning Gerald Green is always a wild ride.
0: Yes, it's, is is Nene gonna play backup center still? The like, the
1: man the man I'm more interested in, and it, I don't think this is going to be great value, but I think he's going to be a top 200 player playing a league that deep, is James Ennis. just feel like there's going to be minutes for Ennis. They don't really have a lot else to play on those wings. I mean, P.J. Tucker or Carmelo, they need backups, right? They're not playing Bruno Caboclo or, I mean, Zhao Chi, I guess maybe they could play.
0: And this team's going to be pretty good. So like Miller's going to get rest. Tucker's going to get rest. People are going to get rest on this team. So Ennis will probably come in and get some decent minutes here and there during the season.
1: But he's not a great fantasy player, but at the same time, he's probably going to shoot decent percentages. He can get you maybe a steal a game if he's getting enough minutes and like 10 points. I mean, it's nothing special, but at the same time, I think there's going to be kind of just very steady, consistent production there.
0: Yeah, playing time uh, does mean something in those big leagues. Um, I think that is it for the Houston Rockets. A pretty um, boring outlook for them in my opinion. Uh, Hopefully uh, you gained a little information from the Houston Rockets uh, preview and we are going to continue with our 30 teams in over 30 days but if you like what you're hearing and you like the podcast uh, please rate and review us we really appreciate that or you can find Tyler at Tyler P Watts WTTS on Twitter or myself at watch the boxes feel free to hit us up with feedback for the show or questions that you have about the houston rockets or any other team and if you want to subscribe join tyler's dynasty league patreon.com slash watching the boxes uh you'll get exclusive content in the lead up to the season um some sleepers some uh mock draft podcasts and uh probably some extras that uh, some extras that we're not going to be featuring on the uh, on the regular show so just to give a um uh, you know, an extra benefit to those who have subscribed. And uh, we really appreciate that. It helps us keep the podcast going. Uh, Other than that, that's it for the Rockets and have a good night.